is my first time at Prashanti Nilayam. First time I'm seeing Swamiji so close. The last time I <coughs> saw him was in Kodaikanal. I was standing among the thousands of devotees and I just got a glimpse of him for the first time. When was that? That was in 2007. Okay. In Kodaikanal. Did so you just happened holidays. to be there for Darshan? Or? I just happened to be there with my uh, friends for a holiday for about three days when uh, the host said that uh, Swamiji is in the ashram. Would you like to go and see him? And I said, yes, I have not seen him in person, so let us go. So it was just for a brief while, about five minutes. So right from 2007 when I saw him in Kodekanal till yesterday when I saw him up close and it was quite uncanny that he asked me where you are from. Mm-hmm. I told him from Chennai and he asked, asked me in Tamil, Enamuradi Patrikya, have you seen me before? Oh. And I said that uh, I just saw you in Kodaikanal about a few years back and this is the first time the blessing has come for me to be so close with you. And he just smiled and patted on my cheek. Sikkil Kurucharan, a noted classical singer from South India. Vocal artist Sikkil Kurucharan is a disciple of Vaigal Sri S. Gyanas Kandal, whose guru is the famous Carnatic vocalist Sri Semmangudi Srinivasa Iyer. Born and brought up in a music family, there was a natural environment for him to learn Carnatic music from a very early age. Gurucharan is a grandson of Sikil Kunjumani, eldest of the internationally acclaimed flutists, Sikil Sisters. After performing before Bhagwan on the month of November 2010, Gurucharan spoke to Radio Sai at our studio. We now bring you that conversation where he shares with Radio Sai's Bishu Prashti his music his spirituality and his encounters with divinity, Bhagwan Baba. Sairam, Brother Sikil Gurucharan, and a warm welcome to the studios of Radio Sai. Thank you. It's really special for us to have in the studio today one of the brightest talents in the Karnataka music industry. You're a shining star there. And uh, wherever you go, you create waves. And yesterday, it was in Prashantinilayam. Thank you. And Bhagwan was so happy. So many times he called you and he spoke to you. So tell us, uh, how was the feeling performing in Prashantinilayam? Actually, minutes before the concert, it was a very nervous feeling because this is my first time at Prashanti Nilayam. First time I'm seeing Swamiji so close. The last time I <coughs> saw him was in Kodaikanal. I was standing among the thousands of devotees and I just got a glimpse of him for the first time. When was that? That was in 2007. Okay. In Kodaikanal. Did so you just happened holidays. to be there for Darshan? Or? I just happened to be there with my uh, friends for a holiday for about three days when uh, the host said that uh, Swamiji is in the ashram. Would you like to go and see him? And I said, yes, I have not seen him in person, so let us go. So it was just for a brief while of about five minutes. 
I didn't feel bad that I I didn't get uh, darshan of Swami and I I didn't complain to the host saying that we should have come before because mm. my priority at that time was a holiday yes. and I, I also I had a great respect for Swami and I, ever since my cousins were studying in Puttaparthi in 1997 but after that every every, every time I went for concerts abroad and uh, I invariably I say about seven out of ten times I would stay in uh, Sai devotees place. Oh. in america in london sai devotees are so spread out all over the world and uh, whenever we go to a, say just houston texas uh, we go to a, we are taken to a host's house over there and there we find swami ji's picture and okay. the conversations eventually lead to sai baba and we keep uh, discussing about uh, puttaparthi and things like that and uh, mm. they kept on asking me in various places have you sung in front of swami ji i said i have not yet got that opportunity he has not yet called me so and uh, they 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 all they could say was you will get the blessing soon mm. and especially in london uh, i think in 2008 and 2009 i usually stay with my friends who are great devotees of swami they are sri lankans and they come here regularly for his birthday celebrations and also other events and they kept on asking me that uh, uh, have you sung have you sung and, uh, they also said that you will get a chance very soon and they also showed me videos of the past concerts that were happening here and uh, this time after i got a call from uh, my good friend sai shravanam about my availability in november so that he can suggest my name for singing here i immediately called the sri lankans in london said that the call has finally come <laughs> and i i said that i'm free and def- i'll definitely come it's it's a blessing so right from 2007 when i saw him in kodaikanal till yesterday when i saw him up close and it was quite uncanny that he asked me where you are from mm. i told him from chennai and he asked asked me in tamil enamnadi paathirukya have you seen me before oh and i said that uh, i just saw you in kodaikanal about a few years back and this is the first time the blessing has come for me to be so close with you and he just smiled and patted on my cheek yeah there is a very loving uh, uh, moment i was seeing on the big screen you know swami so lovingly patting your cheek that's a blessing it was a, a very endearing moment so you had heard of baba but you had never previously had the chance to come no and uh, what mental image you had of baba before you came my earliest uh, image of baba was through photographs and uh, through uh, the television channels which showcased uh, some concerts happening in Puttaparthi uh, because I, being from music music family uh, whatever uh, music concerts is being aired on television will al- always catch the attention of yeah. my family members and they immediately put the channel and say mm-hmm. come and listen to this concert every sunday they used to show concerts where sai baba was uh, in the audience Which and channel uh, doordarshan some bvk shastri i, I forget the connection so I, i've seen concerts of uh, ms subalakshmi and uh, other stalwarts performing before swami ji and that was the initial uh, picture i had of uh, swami and his uh, uh, typical uh, response to a concert by keeping talam in, in his fingers and uh, enjoying the recital that was just about it and after that when my uh, uh, cousins first cousins from my father's family they joined puttaparthi for studies and their family became very involved in swami ji's activities and they used to uh, hang pictures of uh, uh, him in in their place and do puja occasionally and i was about uh, in my 7th standard or 8th standard in chennai and whenever i used to go to their place for uh, just for frequent visits they used to show how vibhuti was pouring out from his picture 
a boy of that age i was so fascinated by it because i it was magic <laughs> and vibhuti started coming from the picture and uh, so various other miracles were happening and uh, these two cousins you believe them of course i actually i even saw the, the way vibhuti was put because previous state was not there and a few hours before it was not there and then it it had collected all, all in the the newspaper kept below so it was fascinating and uh, i i i knew it was something more than just uh, uh, belief it was divine it was divinity in, in its purest form and then when uh, my cousin started uh, recounting and recalling their experiences with swami and uh, uh one thing was very evident that their love was all so selfless their love and affection for swami was so selfless and it was not as if uh, they were here and they had to follow the rules over here and so they were all transformed people and they were so reformed and the the calmness around them the calmness surrounding them was so evident and it used to you know inspire people like me also in the family and after that stage it was when i became a musician I really didn't have the chance to, you know, uh, yeah. see Swami. And one funny incident was when, when my uh, chitti, my my aunt, Sikil yeah. Mala Chandrasekhar, was performing at Sundaram in Chennai. Oh. I was say around fourteen uh, or fifteen years old, even lesser than that. So the, she was performing in Sundaram, and there was a vast crowd. And uh, I and my cousin, the, we were just uh, playing around that place, and because we we didn't really sit down for the concert, and like yesterday. the concert people people didn't know when it would begin when it would end so uh, they were all waiting i think swami ji was there i don't remember so we got lost in the crowd and it was a <laughs> huge furore was created we were, were not in the car and we didn't know where to go because we were lost in the sea of people that had come to witness it so those were the uh, minor incidents that uh, i was not really conscious of getting into swami's attention And when you first physically saw Swami yesterday, how was the feeling? As I said, I was nervous before the concert. I was nervous for the first time. Uh, I thought I was uh, I was going to be called only in the evening for the concert. They suddenly called me at around one just before lunch and said, "Swami is here. Could you please immediately come?" And I said, "I'm just wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> no, just change into a kurta and please come." And by the time I kept the phone, the person was already in the room. Said that. the car is ready please come immediately and we had to run mm-hmm. and uh, swami ji was just uh, getting into his interview room and uh, they asked me to go and introduce myself to him and uh, that was the first uh, so you spoke to him yeah i spoke to him he asked me oh, what's your name and i said uh, my name is sekil gurucharan and he uh, it was actually inaudible but i the very fact that he was speaking to me and that was enough for me i didn't even try to understand what he was saying that he was words were coming out of his mouth and that was itself a blessing for me and what i heard was uh, he asked me whether i was a bcom or an mba is it and bcom and mba he asked and i was like uh, yes i said i'm a bcom and masters in financial management afna then he is okay and then the person next to him briefed him about me and my music ability and he said that i'm going to be singing in the evening so he just smiled and went into the room that was the first encounter <laughs> memorable moments of course you said you were nervous but then how did the performance go you have performed all over india abroad was it any different performing of course it was different you have a the uh, symbol of divinity seated next to you and you're singing in front of thousands of people and uh, 
mentally i was planning on what to sing and uh, some of uh, swami's well-wishers told me that he likes tyagaraja songs he likes purandaradasar devarnamas and he also likes songs on uh, uh, murugan and he likes uh, bhajans sai bhajans and I, i i didn't know what to sing because i was asked to sing for about half an hour roughly and uh, i just went and um, i asked swami ji if i can begin he said he just did like this and i started uh, singing and i think that's what you had planned the, what what you started you said you started i started with saramati mokshamogalada of tyagarajakriti many songs were going in my mind i didn't know because it's so difficult to uh, you know uh, restrict them to half an hour and restrict all the songs to i didn't know which which had to go first which which song has to come next i, I didn't couldn't plan but i was uh, uh, i wanted to sing the the uh, lullaby i think composed yeah, by swami uyala rugavaya luguma uyala luguma composed by rajeshwar rao i think so i had learned that song long back and that initially that was the only song i knew of uh, swami swami and people when i whenever i went for concerts when they asked me to sing sai bhajans i didn't know any i said i just know this song so can i sing and they they liked it and then i realized the importance of learning some sai bhajans and i had a couple uh, planned for last night also but i couldn't sing because of uh, the paucity of time mm-hmm. yeah I, I, once i was nervous b- behind backstage and when uh, the people next to me told that uh, Uh, we, we we cannot be sure whether the concert will even take place because it's all swami's will yes. whatever he says and whenever he calls you have to go on stage uh, it was quite surprising so that only added to the nervousness it added to the nervousness but uh, quite on the contrary it took away the nervousness also because when we are assured that swami is taking care yes. and he he will call you whenever he wants to so when he calls us whenever he wants to he'll also make us sing so yes. that's what i felt and i just went on stage and it took over <laughs> the divinity took over i whatever i planned and the padhyam which uh, shravanam gave me uh, before i left for puttaparthi he said swami likes these padhyams uh, the the yes. small shlokam i sang yeah. before uyala yes. puttaparthi yes. uh, kalasham budiki it ends with the sai so those uh, that song and i i could uh, incorporate a song of tyagaraja prandaradasar and this lalabai yes so i i said you had in, in mind to sing one of the sai bhajans I learnt a Sai Bhajan Kasturi Tilakam Narayanam and the other one in Tamil which was I learnt at the behest of uh, a Sri Lankan devotee in London when I went to perform last year they said that I have to sing this Bhajan uh, it, it's in Tilang and it's in Tamil Edai Vendi Naan Kepe Naiya and that song and Varuvai Varuvai Amma so these two Bhajans he said uh, Swami loves, loves these Bhajans so I was planning to sing but anyway I'm, I'm very happy I, I was Can able to sing Can you sing now Kasturi Tilakam? கஸ்தூரிலக்கம் நாராயணம் கஸ்தூரிலக்கம் நாராயணம் கமலநயணம் நாராயணம் கஸ்தூரிலக்கம் நாராயணம் குருவாயூர் புறநாராயணம் குருவாயூர் புறநாராயணம் கலியுக அவதாரநாராயணம் கலியுக அவதாரநாராயணம் கோவிந்த கோவிந்த நாராயணம் கோவிந்த கோவிந்த நாராயணம் கஸ்தூரி 
திலகம் நாராயணம் thank you thank you very much so tell us when did this love for singing begin um the love as such it began only when i was in college because till then it was a formal exercise my guru coming home to teach me me going to some concerts to listen and me going to my becoming serious becoming serious happened only in my college days because till then it was a uh, it was a routine classes getting knowledge from my grandparents so i was not serious in environment and imbibing what was yeah i think subconsciously i imbibed music when i was uh, in school and even before that because i was al- always surrounded by music my mother is a flute right. lecturer my aunt is a flute player my grandparents are flute uh, with vidwamsinis and i also learned from uh, uh, radha vishwanathan yes. the daughter of uh, ms subrakshmi and everybody uh, i mean most of the family members you yes. belong to a flute family but you took up singing yeah that was because of my grandparents my grandmothers felt that there were uh, enough number of flautists in the family and they wanted a vocalist and when i showed initial initially when i showed some promise they immediately put me under vocal training as opposed to flute uh, and then during college only when i was uh, performing concerts regularly in all india radio and <clears throat> in various sabhas in chennai and little sabhas away from chennai in bangalore and hyderabad so at that time when people came and talked to me after concerts and told me how they like the concert and some of the critics came and said how you can improve and some of the accompanying vidwams when they gave some suggestions and advices to me so that's when i felt that uh, music is taking me on taking me over so could be your destiny it it could be my destiny and with support from my family my father was insistent that i should take music as my profession so that's the reason i didn't work after finishing my masters in financial management Mm. I just came straight into music. I had a very short stint as a radio jockey in World Space. Yeah, that's interesting. So how did that happen? That happened uh, I think uh, just like that when one of my friends uh, one of my email pals okay. he told me that uh, he had a, he's just begun hearing about a, a radio satellite station and they have plans of uh, opening up a 24 hour carnatic music channel and they are looking out for people who are aware and who are trained in carnatic music to take care of uh, presenting the shows so i just uh, uh, wrote to the people concerned saying that i'm a carnatic musician i would like to take up this uh, part time job it was a part time job that's the main reason i took it and they immediately called me there was no interview as such they said uh, every week you have to record for so many hours and i knew the studio was close to my place and i just went and i r- loved it because uh, what better thing can i ask for than being amongst so many musicians through satellite so i just talking took, about music all that talking about music listening to music it was nice the experience was nice it was for 6 uh, months only 6 or 7 months because after that uh, world space moved to bangalore the, the shruti the channel yeah. called yeah. shruti it moved to bangalore they were outsourcing it from chennai in the initial stages and then they took over it to took over that to bangalore and i couldn't uh, relocate to bangalore because of my profession and uh, i know i mean there were so many people behind uh, who made sikil gurucharan but <laughs> whenever you are uh, in those times when you really need guidance when you want to really hold on you know you want someone to really show you the way whom do you go to um i think first it's god which is yeah how do you communicate with god yes we are some not through explicit words i think through feelings i know we just connect with that source <laughs> it's kind of difficult to say because we 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 do the 
occasional and the and the I'm sorry the, the routine uh, pranams to god the pujas in the morning and also the gayatri mantra and the sandhya vandanam the evenings and apart from that we go to the temples and if there is some issue if i feel lost i just feel that life is taking me in some direction and when i really cannot connect myself in that vehicle that is going in the direction when i can't uh, comprehend with that thing i just ask i just uh, kind of uh, ask myself It's internal dialogue internal dialogue just i ask what is is this really happening when when there are there are moments when you feel that you are not able to deliver your best in concerts you're not able to you know you would have planned for a for a, a something much better mm. than what actually comes out of, out of your voice on stage and after the concert even the people like the concert they come and say all good things about the concerts you sometimes feel that you have not given your best and that kind of uh, uh, questions uh, uh, yourself your soul that is is it really the best you can do and so in moments such as those i just um, pray to god saying that give me the power to you know to exp- express myself on stage whatever i really, really want to Uh, rather than you know some sometimes you feel factors that make you curb uh, yourself your uh, your imagination so uh, i think uh, the divine inter- intervention it has its own way of uh, breaking all those shackles and thank god those patches are always very very brief <laughs> and you feel happy are there any moments uh, in your life when you felt that unseen hand of god very strongly i think uh every concert in some way or the other the unseen hand of god is always there because uh, what happens on stage is totally left to number one god number two your imagination that is also connected with the divine thing uh, so many a time i found that uh, i would have planned for some other song and on stage it it would just happen that i, w- I won't be able to render that song there have been moments that have changed the song list at the last moment so at the last minute you you feel that the song will not work over there and even in concert sometimes uh, for example last year i can i can think of a concert a very important concert in bombay and i was supposed to inaugurate a festival with that concert and i the train didn't reach Bombay because oh. of floods in Andhra Pradesh it had to take a very uh, circuitous route and uh, it went all the way throughout Karnataka before reaching Bombay and I just reached the concert before about half an hour before the beginning oh. and uh, all the people were so worried and uh, I, I had actually given up hope because it was a big auditorium and it was an important concert and I was so fatigued and famished before the concert because of traveling for almost uh, 30 hours mm-hmm. by train and I um I just at that moment one of the internal dialogues I was talking about I just connected I told him that you just take care of this and my grandparents always uh, insist that uh, whatever you practice and whatever how many ever uh, hours you put in practice how many ever songs you learn you just surrender yourself to god on stage and uh, no one can control what you're singing on stage except him so you just uh, connect with god and say that ava vaarthala solonaka ella avutta vadi nee paathukonu solittu varanga paatiye they used to say even uh, because their experiences have been more uh, uh, challenging than mine because they are women flautists they have faced some opposition and even in travel and the, during concerts they have faced so many hardships and all those hardships when they uh, narrate to me they always used to prefix 
that by saying that I always asked God to take care. நீ பார்த்துக்கோ உனக்கு என்ன வேணுமோ நீ பண்ணிக்கோ என் மூலமாக ஜஸ்ட் மேக் மீ அன் இன்ஸ்ட்ருமெண்ட் ஆஃப் யுவர் யுவர் செல்ஃப் ஸோ ஈவன் தேட் கான்சர்ட் ஐ ஜஸ்ட் ஃபெல்ட் லைக் சேங் டு காட் தட் சி ஐ ஐ ஆம் டோட்லி டயர்ட் அண்ட் ஆன் ஸ்டேஜ் வாட் எவர் ஹேப்பன்ஸ் இஸ் இஸ் ஆஃப் யுவர் மேக்கிங் ஸோ வென்ட் ஆன் ஸ்டேஜ் அண்ட் ஐ ஐ டோன்ட் ஐ ரியலி டோன்ட் நோ ஹவு ஐ காட் தட் எனர்ஜி டு சிங் ஃபார் த்ரீ ஹவர்ஸ் அண்ட் ஜஸ்ட் ட்ராவல் அண்ட் பீப்புள் the the president of the sabha said that we never thought you would be able to give such a uh, such such a heart i mean a t- tedious concert because it was not a usual 20 30 minute concert where i could uh, you know get done with after that so it was a 3 hour proper concert and uh, i i just told that I, it's not me <laughs> i don't know i i don't think i sang uh, the concert it was just god who gave me the shakti to sing so divine divine intervention divine hand is always there in our lives and i i firmly believe in that so music and spirituality are like yes are they go hand in hand yeah. synonymous yeah every musician is spiritual i don't know about that but i am <laughs> completely spiritual oh uh, no where do you want to go from here i mean you have already achieved so much uh, you are just 20 something and So 20 years 30 years down the line what would you like to be remembered as what would you like to live as um, uh, um, i would rather i would see myself as a person i mean i would l- like people to remember me as a as a person as a good person who used to uh, sing for the benefit of uh, people's mind and soul i mean people uh, i would be happy if people remember me as a person who gave them joy through music that's all i want myself to be remembered as and how would you like um, to see or enrich carnatic music i'm not a person who makes plans long term plans there is to to uh, enrich carnatic music and uh, i think carnatic music it's itself is a, a very rich subject right now and uh, all we can do is uh, just uphold the tradition by not deviating from it and uh, just take the lessons from the estrella stalwarts who have done so much to carnatic music just take pages out of their book and uh, follow their traditions follow their rules and uh, keep the audience happy yeah now there may might be some uh, young musicians aspiring musicians you know who would say that uh, you know sikil gurucharan is lucky man <laughs> is born into a musical family music is in his genes and that's why he's able to achieve whatever he has achieved but we don't have such legacies i mean we are normal people is there any hope for us what would you like to say to them well, that's a very interesting question <laughs> i really don't know what to say uh, i am lucky that has to be said all said and done i should uh, acknowledge the fact that i am from a music family and uh, maybe getting into the music industry was not that much of a difficulty for me as it would have been for others without a musical background but the main challenge is that to keep those opportunities uh, recurring to keep uh, those opportunities coming back at you that is a big challenge for people from music family because it's very easy to you know uh, dismiss people such as myself that saying that uh, every concert is reviewed so uh intensely and they the people they look out for that the bhani of our family 
the style of our family, the music style, and they always um, kind of it's very easy for them to dismiss saying that this is not what their grandparents used to play. So to make people acknowledge the fact that we are doing justice to our family's name, it's a challenge in itself because we always be compared to the family, uh, the tradition, the kind of music the family had given before, and the kind of uh, appreciation my family has already received from people so kind of measuring up to that is always a difficulty and comparisons yes. don't exist all the time but the the talk generally exists so that the the challenge for us is to keep up the family name and i think that is much heavier than you know coming up to the coming up the ladder but for all those uh, who are really interested in music young musicians what, what would you like to say what is the most uh, important virtue that they must cultivate i think the main discipline is that whatever i do it's it has a touch of divinity to it i i keep telling myself that god's hand is always is perpetual in whatever you do and whatever if it's success if it's failure it's all th- because of him so what you can do is you can prepare yourself you can tell yourself what to do you can sing on stage and you can learn songs you can uh, enrich your repertoire you can enrich yourself by reading more by learning more and but eventually the result is only in his hands so uh, you have to surrender to him yeah surrendering in every way possible not not saying that uh, uh, i just want to go to, uh, i just want to attain uh, salvation it's not that kind of thing in, in this early age you won't get those that kind of a maturity also but in whatever way possible you have to acknowledge the fact that he is always the supreme power and he always knows what you have to get so what whatever you have got and whatever you have not got it's all his making sarvam brahmamayam okay the last uh, question what would you like to say to all radio sign listeners we are celebrating the 85th year of bhagwan's advent and you know people all over the world are doing different things in their own way to express their love for bhagwan and in fact you are coming here and all this celebration is part of that whole event and uh, it's really wonderful that you could come here and perform and now we are going to air this interview on radio side as the celebrations are going on so tell us what would you like to say to all our listeners i'm very fortunate to be here for bhagwan's 85th birthday celebrations and um, my my sincere thanks to all those people who made this possible and uh, i just wish i'm able to connect to bhagwan more often and we are all very fortunate to be even living in the century where bhagwan is also amongst us it's very rare to to uh, witness an avatar walking beside us an avatar of god himself so i think uh, we are all blessed to be born in this world thank you very much sir You just heard an interview with Sikil Gurucharan, a noted classical singer from South India. Vocal artist Sikil Gurucharan is a disciple of Vaigal Sri S. Ganesh Kandan, whose guru is the famous Carnatic vocalist Sri Semmangudi Srinivasa Iyer. Gurucharan is a grandson of Sikil Kunjumani, eldest of the internationally acclaimed flutists. 
Sickle Sisters. This interview is an episode of our series Trust with Divinity where we bring you experiences of people who met Bhagwan Baba. We hope you enjoyed it and if you'd like to share your thoughts on this program please write to us at listener@radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam.